Welcome back to Mindful Gators. This week, I'm your host, Miss Devin Albran. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I'm the mental health student leader, and today we're going to talk about nutrition and diet culture, and I have a special guest with me today. <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Awahe. Pronouns are she, her, hers. I'm a nutrition health education assistant at Health Promotion and Wellness, and I'm so excited to be here um, and talk to y'all about diet culture. Yeah, I think um, especially now it's so relevant, and as college students, really hard. So I'm really glad to talk about nutrition with you. I love attending all the workshops you host, <laughs> and you guys are going to love Alahe. She's so good. So nutrition, what exactly is nutrition? Um, so. Nutrition is the process of providing or obtaining the food necessary for health and growth. Is that pretty spot on, Alahe? <laughs> yeah, I mean, totally. I think that is a very accurate statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also, like we mentioned, we're going to talk about diet culture, and I feel like this, um, like, for people can kind of, like, the definition's kind of different for all one another. I think we all have the idea of what diet culture is, and we know it's very toxic, but for those who don't know, um, diet culture just kind of worships thinness and equals it to health, and it also yeah. oppresses people who don't match up with what it's supposed to picture of health or like what health looks like. And I know Alahe in your workshop, you talk about how health looks different for everyone. So if you want, you can talk about that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think you touched on it. Diet culture is super present in our lives, um, especially now with a lot of communication being on social media and um, it's, it's definitely something that is, uh, it can be really harmful. And um, in our workshop, you know, we talk a lot about how nutrition and health looks different for everyone. There's really no like cookie cutter way, you know, to live a nutritiously healthy life. I think it's just important to try a bunch of things and figure out what works best for you your lifestyle, your, you know, mental health, like, there's a lot of factors that play into it. Um, and it's just important to remember that your nutrition is yours. And that's a really beautiful, unique thing. Yeah, I love that. I think, too, like you said, with social media, I see all those people like, like, with just like all the different diets, like, what is it like, fully raw, or like, whole, 30 or 60 or I don't know and keto and stuff and like I see people like post their food which I love like I want to see what you're eating but also I feel like sometimes it makes me feel guilty like I'm like oh I'm not eating all these fruits or vegetables or yeah like meats but then like you said like especially as like college students in our lifestyle it's so different and hard that it's really hard to maintain a diet I feel like especially during like everything and COVID and COVID yeah, and co yeah as if like life wasn't difficult enough it's like and COVID no literally yeah. some questions I have it for you like we can start with that it's like how do you personally avoid like diet culture in your life in your field well for one thing like as I 
mentioned earlier, social media is a really big platform where diet culture exists. Um, and so I really like to curate my feed with um, accounts that support things like health at every size and uh, inclusivity when it comes to nutrition. So like some of the accounts I follow um, are like you're a Latina nutritionist, uh, you're the nutrition tea and mindful eating dietitian, which they're all run by women of color. So love that. Love to see it. Um, um, diversity and dietetics, y'all. We love it. Um, so yeah, I just kind of like to fill my feed with those body positive accounts. And then the other thing is like, I try and change the way I describe like a, like something that you really enjoy as like a guilty pleasure instead of like applying a moral value or implication to it. I just like simply call it a pleasure, you know, and, or like yeah. instead of a cheat meal, I would just call it a meal. And I think just by like making that slight change in the way that you like speak about it, it carries a completely different connotation right and my hope is that like by using that type of language when it comes to uh, food and my body and the bodies of others I am hoping that like it sets an example for those around me to kind of adopt that new way of speaking wow I really like that and like that actually makes sense because we think about like tying it to mental health we always talk about like positive self-talk like don't put yourself down and I feel like yeah that's so relevant to like how you view food oh my God. especially like with cheat meals you're like it like right. all those ways you word it yeah it makes it feel like so guilty but like you're just like rewarding yourself I don't know especially for myself I reward myself oh. a lot with food and I feel like this is my guilty pleasure well why does it why do I have to feel guilty about it exactly. if it makes me happy exactly yeah and I think like the moment I realized that just by like removing or like replacing a word with that had like negative connotation with one that's a little more positive like it was such a like aha moment you know because it's like mm -hmm. well, duh like instead of you know associating guilt with it I could just associate pleasure and it'll be a completely different experience yeah, exactly. Like you, like when you're actually in the act of eating it, you won't feel like guilty and like overthinking about it. And then that makes the whole like experience, like not what it was supposed to be. So I, you said you like curate your feed to see all like positive stuff for food. Um, what's some advice you have for other students then who are struggling with diet culture? Like, how did you personally curate your feed? Was there a certain way? Yeah, so um, the first thing I would recommend is to take a break from social media. Like, put down mm -hmm. your phone, take a deep breath, close your eyes, just take a break, you know? Everyone needs a break sometimes. Um, and then I also would recommend, like, creating an environment that feels safe but also brings you joy. And that could be, um, you know, following accounts of like puppies or plants <laughs> like anything that like it doesn't have to be food related and that's okay too you know like whatever yeah. brings you joy or like going to parks and whatnot that make you happy or talking to the people that make you happy like that's such a beautiful and amazing thing 
And um, just like simple changes like that can really change your mindset. Um, I want to reference a study that was done in 2019 where 200 women were divided into three groups and were exposed to either like body positive, diet culture, or appearance neutral posts. And researchers found that um, even a brief exposure to body positive messaging resulted in improvements in mood, body satisfaction, and body appreciation compared to the other two groups. So that just wow. like goes to show you that just those simple changes in your environment can really change your mindset. And then the last thing I want to just, you know, for all y'all listening <laughs> is compassion is such a beautiful, important, wonderful thing. And it, as you said earlier, like there's a lot of shame and guilt associated with indulgences and treating yourself. And I think it's mm -hmm. important to remember that you are human, you know, you're a hardworking student, you, you're handling your stuff and you're totally worthy. Not that period. <laughs> yeah period my drop my drop exactly <laughs> and we're done yeah, yeah I love that yeah we I feel like just like yeah we just need to be more compassionate with ourselves but also others I don't know we're yeah. all going through a dark time right now yeah yeah and that's like a hard thing to remember too right like remember to be gentle with yourself and gentle with others I think too like once once you start being less hard on yourself and like there was that like a quote actually I saw the other day it's like treat yourself like how you treat others and I think yeah. it's so true because you treat everyone else with kindness that like you deserve kindness too and you should treat yourself how like you would actually treat others and it's For like sure. so like I know it's so easy to say because we're our biggest critics you but... know and nobody's perfect you know you, you can't be like that all the time but consciously making those changes and seeing the difference I think is like a huge motivator so what are some healthy eating habits that you use or yeah so healthy eating habits by I that we talk about a lot in our workshops um first is aiming to eat a meal or snack every three to five hours um knowing that like we're all students and have many other obligations outside of school um making sure that we're fueling our body consistently throughout the day we'll make sure we have enough energy and i i always like recommend to choose a variety of different foods from different food groups um mm -hmm. one of them has like different you know essential nutrients so like having a variety of them throughout the day um, we'll make sure you're meeting your body's needs. You know, having different colors and textures on your plate is also like aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so much fun, more fun to eat. Um, I also would suggest to like choose foods that you enjoy eating or prepare like them in a way that you enjoy eating them. Mm -hmm. And the story I always tell people is like my Brussels sprouts experience. So <laughs> the first time I had Brussels sprouts, my mom, bless her heart, boiled them and like I don't know if y'all <laughs> ever had boiled Brussels sprouts but it is like the it is not a fun experience and I'm not out here to like yuck anyone's yum like if you like boiled Brussels sprouts do you but I was yes. traumatized by that. <laughs> for, like, for like years I refused Brussels sprouts and then one day I like roasted them instead of boiled them and it was a game changer I was like oh hold up this can actually taste good and so 
finding new ways to prepare them. <laughs> I know. I love Pinterest for that. Like I use Pinterest so often for like recipes and like personally, I don't know if you're on the air fryer game, but like I love my air fryer and I'm always looking at air fryer recipes or roasting recipes. I think too, it's just like so easy. Like I can literally just throw it in the oven yeah forget about it for like 30 minutes and then I can do whatever I need to do and then I come back and I'm like oh I have food for the week now (laughs) you know like I've been going back and forth about getting an air fryer or even like an instapot I I live in San Francisco so like tiny tiny kitchen yeah you know and so I've been on like Bed Bath and Beyond's website you know like do I hit purchase do I do it do I make room I don't know. Everybody I've talked to says it's a game changer. So it really is. <laughs> I love I know, it. I know. You know, maybe I'll just do it. Ugh, I don't know. Okay, I'll wait for the next 20% off coupon to come in the mail because you know it's happening. Personally, what are some ways like we can incorporate like healthy foods and like meals we already enjoy? Like, I don't know, like if people have like set foods. Like, I know you guys did this in the workshop, and that's why I wanted to ask this, because I really liked it, but, like, what are some healthy foods we can incorporate? Yeah, I mean, um, like I said, find foods that, and prepare them in a way you enjoy eating them. Um, That's probably a big one. Also, like, I like to have frozen veggies on hand. They're super affordable, and, um, like, you can get, like, a pack like the Safeway brand for like a dollar ninety nine or something and like they're always on sale. Um so I just like to like throw them into, you know, my dishes or I even just like microwave them and have them as a side. Um, which is always kind of like a really great easy way for me to get some extra veggies in. Um definitely Wait, I was gonna say I don't want to cut you off, but like frozen veggies, I wanna talk about that because I didn't know or I always thought because it was frozen like it wasn't like as good as fresh veggies that's such a misconception like (laughs) yes and actually so I mean I don't want to get into like the science of it because like I'm a dietetic student I can nerd out on like food science like there's no tomorrow but (laughs) it's nutritionally equivalent to fresh and I love frozen fruits and veggies because they last a lot longer and they're like almost always cheaper than getting it fresh so like if you have access to a freezer and you have room to like put some frozen fruits and veggies in do it and it's so easy you can like throw it into a smoothie top your oatmeal with it just like throw it into your ramen like I make omelets with my frozen veggies like it is so so like versatile I know it like because when you started talking about it, I was like that's literally a misconception like, I, I always thought frozen foods were like bad <laughs> like they weren't good for you and like they don't have the yeah. same nutrition value and she's like who told you that like yeah but yeah it makes me think too yeah like you're saying frozen foods are always cheaper or like especially frozen vegetables and fruit it's yeah. always cheaper that like as a college student on a budget 
I wish I knew that earlier. Right? Like, it's always so funny when I'm like, oh, you can just get like frozen berries. Cause like for me, berries always seem to be like the most expensive thing. Oh my God. And so I just get them frozen. I'm like, oh, just get frozen berries. And then when I like say that, people like audibly gasp. They're like, frozen? And I'm just like, yeah, let's do it. Like, I'm like, wow, this whole time I like doubted science. Right? I I completely discredit the science that goes behind all of that. I know I always have to like give a bit of a disclaimer. I'm like, I could talk about this forever, but how much- I love that you're so passionate about it though. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I mean, cause again, it's like a misconception and like, I'm all about spreading information, research, you know, scientific research, evidence-based recommendations. That's like what we're here for. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Now I'm like, want to know like, is there any more mis- like misconceptions about food that like you want to share? Girl, that is a completely different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that for the rest of the semester. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm trying to think. Another one that comes to mind is like canned fruits and veggies also kind of get a bad rap sometimes, but they're also super shelf-stable and affordable. Um, there's a, like a recipe on the HPW website for like a microwave like fruit crisp which is like kind of like apple pie-ish kind of thing and my you can put like any fruit in it my jam is like the canned peaches because they go like all warm and creamy and it is oh it is so good like you have to try it I'm a girl that loves cobbler too yes or like frozen berries would be so good in it but canned peaches is like where it's at like I can't tell you how delicious <laughs> um so like this kind of goes into like our next question then is like do you have any budget-friendly healthy foods you recommend for college students oh my gosh I don't even like know where to begin there's so <laughs> Um, yeah, so I always like to recommend having like canned lentils or like black beans, chickpeas, um, pinto beans, just like in your pantry because they're just like a really affordable way to get more protein and fiber into your diet. You just like add them in. And one of my favorite snacks is actually air popped popcorn which Mm. is really inexpensive as well. And popcorn is actually a considered a whole grain. So there's like a little added bonus. Um, I like to top mine with like um, cinnamon because it's like a little, you know, sweet and spicy kind of moment. Um, And then like, obviously we talked about the frozen section, like Mm. there's that as well now I want popcorn I feel like this podcast is making me really hungry (laughs) like the more we talk about food like just like imagine that all of my classes are nutrition classes right so all I do is talk about food all day (laughs) I don't how do you not like are constantly hungry like talking oh my god I would like literally be in like nutrition class and like eating a snack while I'm like learning I'd like have to have food with me. 
I will have to say that we talk a lot about the science of it and not the actual like preparation and eating <laughs> of it. But like, I can't look at a meal and not think about how like our body is physiologically going to digest it. Like that's how intense it can be sometimes. Wait, but I feel like that's so like cool and also like eye-opening because I feel like that gives you a better understanding too, like what your body needs. And that kind of goes actually with my next question is like, why do we need to properly nourish our bodies? I love that question. I really do. One of the reasons why I'm obsessed with nutrition and like decided to dedicate a career to it after graduation, fingers crossed, um, is because I believe our bodies are amazing. Like if you really think about it from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to bed and even like while we're sleeping, our bodies are doing so much like an insane mm-hmm. amount of things like think about the fact that we have to go to zoom classes go to like our work our internships our volunteer extracurriculars do homework take care of friends family take care of ourselves like we do all of that and in order for our bodies to allow us to do that we need to fuel it with nutritious foods right mm-hmm. and another thing is like I like to think about nourishing our bodies as an act of gratitude, you know, like I'm about mm-hmm. to sit down mm-hmm. and eat my meal and I'm like, okay, body, you did the absolute most today, right? And mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for you and to show you how much I love you and how much I appreciate you. I'm going to fill you with nourishing, delicious, awesome foods because you are deserving of that. Like, it's like a little like hug for your body you know (laughs) yeah and oh man I love that like I know like like, um, we really forget like how like for those who are like able-bodied or identify as able-bodied like we truly forget like all what our body does for us like we're able to walk we're able to like talk we're able to do all these things right and like why diet culture is so toxic is because like we're always putting our bodies down instead of celebrating for what it does and what it can do and yeah as not only like a college student or like even a girl like I feel like for girls it's a little harder with social media but like I don't nourish my body as I should or like when I do I feel so guilty about it all the time and like it's just so bad and I'm like I like that you said like gratitude like this is just me awarding my body for doing all the stuff it did so I could do all the stuff I need to do so yeah I mean think about it like even your body's ability the your heart's ability to beat and pump blood through your bodies even with us just sitting here right now it takes energy Mm -hmm. and you you fuel that energy with nutritious foods like Mm -hmm. it's just it's that moment, the moment I realized that was like mind blowing. I was like, oh my gosh, our bodies are remarkable. I want to treasure it for as long as I can. It almost makes me sad now, like thinking about like, I'm restricting my body of like the energy and like nourishment that it needs. Like yeah. shame on me. Like, I'm I know, but like, I really think like your body like forgives 
you too you know what I mean like well yeah there's definitely definitely, like I totally see what you're saying about like those feelings of like shame and and guilt you know about restricting your body of of nutrition and you know talking down to it because you don't Mm -hmm. you don't look like the people on Instagram and your food doesn't look like you know what it looks like on Instagram Instagram, yeah you know like but you have to understand like that's just all an aesthetic and that's that's that works for that person maybe but it doesn't work for your body body's body is different like yeah you know and remembering that what works for someone might not work for you and that is a hundred and fifty thousand percent I now I like kind of want to I mean maybe a different podcast but now I want to learn like the science of like how our body processes different foods and uh, oh I feel God, like I could no have a one, whole talk with you about it <laughs> literally no one would listen to that podcast because it is so like boring if you're not a nutrition <laughs> like now I'm so interested though now I'm like wait I kind of want to learn more about this like I sit down to eat a meal with my parents and I'm just like oh do you know what your body's doing to that grain of rice and my dad is like no and I don't want to know I just want to eat this grain of rice I'm like okay wrong crowd wrong crowd you're like read the room Alahe read the room I'm like read the room okay duly noted oh my god that's so funny I can like totally imagine like me doing that to my like family and then being like my food is gonna go cold if you tell me no yeah yeah so my last question would be then to kind of wrap it up with nutrition and diet culture but like how would you describe a healthy relationship with food because I feel like most of us probably don't have that yeah and again like it looks different for everybody Um, But I think the overarching like values to consider, you know, and again, this will look different for everyone, but really welcoming all foods in moderation. I, Mm -hmm. you know, health promotion and wellness, we really push for this concept that all foods fit, you know, unless you're Mm -hmm. allergic, can't for medical reasons or choose not to for cultural religious reasons, you know, you can welcome any foods in moderation. Um, mm-hmm. also eating foods that you enjoy in a way you enjoy eating them like eating foods that literally bring you joy mm-hmm. in a way that you enjoy eating them um, and then the most like important one and the ones that's like the, I think honestly the hardest to grasp is like know that food and what you eat doesn't define you as a person mm. yeah that's a hard one that's a hard one right and it's like a heavy one to like sit with yeah. right But just like sending that message, you know, put a post-it on your refrigerator telling you that message that the food and what you eat does not define you as a person. You are so much more than the plate of food in front of you. That's one that's going to stay with me. Yeah. For sure. Like, I'm like, dang, that's deep. But it's so true because I feel like that's my unhealthy relationship with food is like, you don't deserve it or it defines your worth yeah and so that's something I'm definitely gonna and I'm sure a lot of people are gonna take away from this podcast yeah I hope so so we're kind of wrapping up now I'm kind of sad because I I feel like I could talk to you all day (laughs) um 
but like we kind of mentioned is like don't you don't need to restrict yourself yourself from foods you enjoy like if you enjoy it eat it and Allah tells you to yeah <laughs> just think of Allah being like you can eat this you deserve this yeah and then also remember to listen to your body and not only eat what you want but if you're feeling hungry or your body's feeling a little sluggish you should eat I know it's really hard too as college students like I always feel like I don't have enough time to eat or like eating is the first thing that I like throw out when I'm having a busy schedule because I'm like I don't have time to eat but like yeah now I'm like I should really eat because that's why my body is hungry and it's telling me please eat (laughs) yeah well like and another thing and I I hope you don't mind me plug in some nutrition resources here but another thing to consider is like not just time but accessibility you know like there's Mm -hmm. there's students who don't really have a ton of access to nutritious foods and that can definitely be a barrier as well um but fortunately there are resources on campus um like AS Gator Groceries which is still happening even though we're all virtual you can reserve a box pick it up at Cesar Chavez um but also like the CalFresh Health Clinic is something that is free for students as well to see if they're eligible and help them apply to get free money for groceries every month. So check out those resources. <laughs> yeah, definitely use those to your advantage. Oh, I'm so sad this is coming to an end now. <laughs> but uh, thank you, Wahe, for joining yeah. us and talking to us all about nutrition and diet culture and how us college students can stay healthy and all the self-love and gratitude you shared with us today yes I'm so happy to be here I'm so happy to I mean first of all I just love talking to you in general like <laughs> I know like, you're talking to a <laughs> so it's like okay I gotta talk to Devin and I gotta talk about food like I'm there so I am so excited that you invited me to, to speak about this. It's definitely something that is near and dear to my heart um, and something that we at Health Promotion and Wellness really are um, trying to like break that cycle of diet culture. You know, there's awesome yeah. resources. We have a ton of workshops. Um, we have, a bit, you can meet with a registered dietitian for one-on-one consultations. Like these are all free, awesome resources that are available just to SO State students. So use them up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So for more resources and information for mental health, you can go to wellness.sfsu.edu backslash mental dash health. But Allahi, plug out the nutrition website. Yes, that's wellness.sfsu.edu forward slash nutrition. And I also want to say that we have a really awesome YouTube page at SO State Cares with a lot, a lot, a lot of fun videos and cooking demos and kitchen ideas or or, sorry, kitchen hacks, uh, as well as a lot of awesome health tips from the different groups within the health promotion wellness. So check us out. YouTube check us out on our YouTube let's go viral let's go yes let's go viral oh my god that would be a dream all right everyone thanks for joining and listening to us and we'll see you in the next podcast bye everyone